and welcome back to another thrilling episode of Kent and the Steering Team. As always, you are joined by my dear colleague Phil and myself, Drew. Unfortunately, Kent can't be with us today. He is waiting for the ball to drop, as are we all as we round out the end of the year. How are you feeling, Phil? Um, uh, like the end is near for the year. Oh, very well played. Yes. Wow, that was a great rhyme. I should be a rapist. Yes, you should be a serial rapist. <laughs> yeah, should be. Should be. Probably won't be. For numerous reasons. Like New calling it a rapist. Um, yeah. Same as every year, come up with a better one for next year. Which can only mean that it gets better and better. Because it has to be better than one than the year before. Don't you love that infinite build? Oh yeah. It's, uh, it's what I live for. It's one thing that keeps me going on the uh, the 1st of January every year. Yes. And then by the 2nd of January, it's all out the window. Yeah, I didn't even remember what it is until someone asked me at the end of the year what my new year's resolution is. And I go, oh, that's right. I've got to pull that old chestnut out again. Uh, what's your, your New Year's resolution? You know, I never really make any because... That's because no one really cares. Yeah, and I don't care. <laughs> that's no, it if I had to pick one, um, resolution would be to make darn certain that we're still doing this a year from now. Oh, I, well, I'm with you there. I'll back you up on your one. Yeah. If you back me up with mine. Yeah. Done. Good. Sounds good. Uh, I think, I think, seeing as it is the last week of the year, it means that Christmas has come and gone. And I'm looking Indeed. at a very important present in front of me here. Uh, and I'm jingling it into the microphone it's a bag of gold coins ah uh, yes so we Tell just the story we so we discussed gold coins as a present that i might like to get for christmas because i couldn't find any of these without crappy frozen or monster truck pictures on them i just wanted to get some plain gold coins for christmas and i got them oh my god i got them and it's funny, my other sister who doesn't listen to the podcast was the one that got them for me for Christmas. So Isn't you know, that ironic? Interesting. Turns out if you don't listen to the podcast, you do the right thing. So you Isn't go. that just what you want to hear? <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Yeah. But yeah, I got uh, it. I got, a, I got everything that I wanted for Christmas and then some. It was perfect. Perfect Christmas. Great time with family. Isn't it nice to just not have to work and just get to hang out with family and just take it easy? It's just such a great thing. It is the best thing about the holiday time, I guess, um, is the family time. Like There is no doubt about it. If you're, not, if you're one of those unfortunate ones that doesn't get that experience, I'm really sorry, but I hope that you in your own way get to enjoy it exactly how you want to. And if you don't celebrate the holiday spirit or holiday time at all... That is absolutely fine. I hope that while everyone else is having the time off, you get some time off Time off because no one else is there to annoy you. And our heart goes out to those in retail who don't know what time off is around the holiday period. Oh, yeah. Amen. Absolutely. They're, they are the workhorses. Workhorse I. What's the fl- plural of horse? Horses. horses. Workhorses of this world, just like the paramedics, um, the hospital workers, firefighters, cops, Police officer, I should say. Um, airport workers, pilots, the whole whole thing. Anyone in a government job. Yeah. 
Yeah. Well, not so much. Not so much government job. You just services off. job. No, no, but you know what I mean. Not, I didn't mean government yeah. as in. I meant like services <laughs> job. I don't. We. Yeah. I don't like the term government. That's fair. No, How was your fair. Christmas? My Christmas was rather nice. Rather nice. Rather nice. We um, we had a very good Christmas. Uh, there there was a bit of a car trip on Christmas Day to Lithgow and back. Really? Yeah. So it was nice to enjoy the empty roads and um, yeah, got um, very nicely spoiled and got to spoil others, which is where the real fun is. Excellent. Good. Are you someone that, you that, I, that I know? I know you don't like receiving gifts, but do you love giving gifts? Not really. But nonetheless, no. well, no, but but you know my reason, because I'm afraid that I'm not going to like it. But no, I was very happy with, I, I was very pleased with myself this year. Yeah, you did good. Yeah. I think, I think I did all right, not to be, uh, or to, not to be, you know, um, arrogant or selfish or think highly of myself. I think I did all right. That's good. I think my gifts were received well. Yeah. Can't ask for much more than that. No, exactly. The the, the face, the, well, seeing the face uh, of the person you got the gifts for when they open up the gifts is always a, a serious highlight. Mm. Yeah. Oh, mm. I couldn't agree more. But yeah, no, sounds like it was a good Christmas all around. Oh, yeah. Um, I think it was a good one. Yeah. So, sadly, you don't indulge in this yet, but uh, Christmas had one more gift that came late on Boxing Day in the form of the Doctor Who Christmas special. I don't understand Doctor Who. Well, I'll let you know a little secret. Most people that watch it don't fully understand it. And that's okay. There's a lot to understand. What I have been doing, though, is watching through a lot of the old Chasers War and everything. Um, And to quote a scene from the Chasers War and everything, it's hard to get a screw when you're a fan of Doctor Who. (laughs) The irony is that, what is it? There's five of them, isn't there? Yep. Yeah, most of them are big fans of well, that's the why show. Well, that's why they made it, because they can take the piss out of something that they love. Yeah. Yeah. Because they've they've all done various things to promote Doctor Who on the ABC at one point or another. Yeah. Yeah, that, that well, yeah, definitely. Of course they have. But again, yeah, they're they taking the piss out of something that they love. It's like honest trailers. They take the piss out of things that they love yeah. a lot. So, yeah, it's the, the love for it is what allows them to comment on it negatively, I guess. Um, exactly. No, look, look, I never got into Doctor Who. I used to love watching QI. That's as British as I would go for Christmas, watching QI and Christmas episodes of QI. I used to watch just like an entire day's worth of... Christmas specials of QI from every season. Gonna have to introduce you to Doctor Who. No, absolutely <laughs> not. Not on this. Not in this lifetime, Drew. Well, you say that now. I say that, and I will hold myself to that. <sighs> it's Doctor Who. I don't do Doctor Who. It's too. I don't know. Like it's bizarre. Too who? No, it's just weird. I've seen what you watch. What? It's not that bizarre. What is bizarre? What? What's something that? What's? What's something that I watch that's on that level? Nothing. Lost. That's not on that level. 
Yeah, they're on a very similar plane. No, field. they're not. Yeah, they are. When they launched, they were both that were com- catastrophic, catastrophically, massively different. Yeah, but the themes that they deal with, even the genres, fall into the same. One's category. an action TV show that has this sci-fi element to it, supernatural elements to it. Yeah, sci-fi and supernatural elements within what could be classed as a relatively action-based story. Yeah. Well, Lost doesn't have this weird <laughs> garbage can-looking thing going around. It's a police box. No, not the police box. I'm talking about the Dalek, whatever the other thing is. Hey, you got one. Well done. It, it looks like it looks like a garbage can mixed with a cheese grater. I, this is an uphill battle. <laughs> no, it's a not happening battle. It's not happening. We'll see. It won't happen. We'll I'm not going see. back and watching the old black and white bullshit ones. I'm no, not. No bothered. one's asking you to. Well, how else are you meant to start? You have to start everything from the beginning. No, you start from 2005. Why? And, and, and because the show went off the air for because it was awful. No one wanted it. The show went off the air for a long time, and <laughs> then they brought it. Back. I don't know why. <laughs> I've never actually read into why it went off the air. And then it they went, went off back the in 2005, air. and they started again, or they just went, oh, now this is a new Doctor, and we're in a new place, and the other ones didn't exist. It's a it's a perfect continuation from all the old stuff. It's all still. How the about same I just story. watch Red Dwarf instead? Because that's a better show. I promise you, Red Dwarf, compared to Doctor Who, is like watching paint dry. What the hell is that supposed Did you just insult Red Dwarf? No, I'm telling you that as a show, it is a lot slower paced. Red Dwarf? Mm-hmm. It's funnier. Ooh. It is funnier. <laughs> Doctor... I'm not watching Doctor Who. You can't compare it. I will if you not watch Doctor Who. It. Well, I'm comparing it, and I'm not watching it. <laughs> I made a decision. So you're watching Titanic tonight? Yeah, I just finished watching t- Titanic. Oh, what a movie that is! Seriously, what a movie that is. Oh, um, James Cameron. But it's funny. So I watched it. It was on Channel Seven. It was on. So it was on free to air television here. Um, and. Uh, you know, as soon as the as soon as it started on free to wear, we we're just like, why are we watching it on free to wear? Let's just watch it on you know DVD. So we did that instead, and I think we must have finished about an hour before television's finished. Oh, well done. Well, commercials. Why the hell do I watch commercials for? Why would anyone? What a waste of a movie to break it up with commercials. Indeed. Yeah. So we stopped doing that, and we watched it on a yeah DVD instead. I say DVD, not really DVD. Oh, Blu-ray. Yeah, Blu-ray. you got to remember you're talking to the person that still has it on video, DVD, and Blu-ray. Well, I think I have my TV, my TV rip uh, video somewhere. But the problem is that my version, because I was a child when I recorded it, I had to go to bed so I didn't get to keep cutting out the ads. The tape finished before the, the movie finished because of oh, ads. Oh, no. And so the, cha- the tape swaps over just as the bloody boat snaps in half. Ah, uh, mm. yeah. Then you don't get to watch David Warner fall to his death. No, 
with the blood. It's so sad. It's so satisfying too. The look on his face when he realizes. Why didn't we get to see what happened to him earlier on? Like we just see him with blood in his face. What happened to him? Uh oh, god! I thought we did see someone hit him or something. I don't think so. We see see Fabrizio get like crushed by the um, funnel. Yeah. And, like, Mr. Andrews, like, stand there and, like, wind the clock back and then, like, everything falls off. Mm. Tell me, is the end scene of it, that last scene of it, is that her dead and she's in there? Um, and, like, so there's Jack there and then when she's young, it's everyone that's died on the Titanic is there. The captain, um, Mr. Andrews, etc. Mr. Murdoch. I think there was an assumption that she slipped away in her sleep that night. After, also after like closure, so she got to throw the diamond into the water, which is by far the most infuriating thing besides the door scene. Have you seen the um, alternate ending? What happens in it? I've seen it, but I can't remember what happens in it. Like, they, they someone stops her or something like that, or they chat about it. Yeah, they chat about it, and she still throws it. But then this time, at least Bill Paxton's there to say, "Yeah, go for it." Yeah, pretty much. Why didn't they put that one in? It's so much more satisfying. Instead of Plus. her just sneaking off and going, ah! <laughs> That's what she does. I know, I know, I know. It's oh. so annoying. But yeah, you know, I... I yeah, look, I, Titanic is a really good movie, though. It's such a great, high-quality film. Um, mm. The details are just unbelievable. The, the lengths that they went to to build the bloody thing... In the middle of, like, a man-made dugout hole in the middle of, like, Baja. Mm. And, yeah, create one side of the ship and then another part that they can snap. Um, yeah, extraordinary efforts. And then also to build a dock for for the to do the opening scene of the movie. Um, and then flip all the writing on it and everything like that. So that way they can create, not have to use two sides of a ship, which they didn't have. Yeah, just extraordinary links that they went to. It was almost as interesting as the actual history behind the ship. Mm. Well, the well, yeah, well, exactly right. I, I mean, I still find it fascinating that you know it was one of three. It was a triplet, the Titanic. I love that it was a triplet with Britannic and Olympic, mm. and the fact that Britannic went on to become a, a war wartime hospital ship, a Red Cross mm. ship, and then it it hit a uh, a landmine or a sea mine in the middle of. Um, the med and sunk. Yep. And uh, Olympic just kept going and kept going and then ended up um, being scrapped. If only they'd kept it. I think that was a mistake to scrap it. I think it must have been when White Star Lane started to, to fold and get brought in by other companies and stuff like that. But they should have kept it. What a, what a historic thing. They lost their money very quickly. Well, of course they, did. of course they did. They lost, their, they lost one of their ships on its maiden voyage, claiming it was unsinkable. And they lost so many lives. A lot of the money loss came from the war as well, though. Well, both wars. Well, I mean, it, it, yeah, for sure. Because I guess the, you know, the what what the market they were going after disappeared. And again, that's why Britannic became a warship. It was it was drafted into the war. Exactly. It, was, it sunk, and you don't get any reimbursement for that. It no. just shit happens, kind of thing. Um, but even even it's interesting how. I was saying it to my sisters tonight, how the Titanic wasn't meant to be the one that left first. No. The, the Olympic was meant to go first. 
but because it hit a, a certain because it was hit by a smaller ship during testing, they had to use the Titanic. It got its call up, and then it sunk. There's also, and not that we discuss conspiracy theories all that often, but the story is rife with them. Two weeks before Titanic set sail, Titanic and Olympic were both docked together within the yard with a big frame around it, doors bolted shut, and something was going on with both ships. And the rumor has it that the White Star Line swapped the two ships and that what we think is Titanic is actually Olympic sitting at the bottom of the ocean. Really? Really. So, so the, wow, that's inter- an interesting one. I, I want to read into that one. That's one theory. Why would they but, do that? Uh, tax loss. Um, uh, insurance claim. What would be the benefit of that? What, would you, what does it matter? They're both insured for the same. Yeah, but Olympic had been on the water already. Uh-huh. So you get rid of the one that you've already had on the water and then you have this other one that's fresh. Make the claim on the older ship. Yeah. Yeah. But that partially contradicts um, the proof that the rivets on the ship were hollow because they weren't... um, They weren't made correctly because they were cost-cutting and rushing for time. Well, White Star Line wasn't a very... I don't know how the hell they made these ships because they weren't meant to be, like, the biggest and brightest company yet either. No. Yet they came out with these things. And it's like, well, how the hell did you do that? Especially under the running of that coward Ismay who was played brilliantly in the film by Jonathan Hyde. Hmm. Yeah, but he... But he didn't... He wasn't as suave and cool as he was in the movie. He was just a kind of -of run-of-the-mill regular guy that... Yeah, they came up with this thing. Who insisted on putting himself on a life raft mm. early. Yeah, instead of hanging around a bit longer. Um, mm. What else about the Titanic? Titanic's an interesting one. Very interesting. I know story. what else there is. There's the fact that in a couple of weeks' time, we will be heading to the exhibition, courtesy of a very dear friend of ours who has bought us tickets for Christmas. Yes, that was a lovely, lovely present, lovely gesture. Uh, was blown away by it. Very, very kind. I'm so excited yeah indeed and we can't wait to go to the exhibition and then come back and share all the awesome stuff that we see mm. on the show mm. exactly we, we definitely will i have you one mean? more thing the titanic yeah. thing yeah yeah tell. Pa- apparently the, gl- the the champagne bottle didn't break when i hit it i've heard that one mm. yes mm. another yes. one of the bad luck charms for it one Why of the many and also that they would have been safer if they just plowed straight into the iceberg they probably would have mm-hmm. survived. Crippled, but survived if they just plowed straight into the iceberg. But hindsight's a wonderful thing, isn't it? Uh, and also, also... Yeah? yeah. Nope. You go. They're also very prepared to tempt fate. God himself cannot sink this ship. They mentioned a lot that that, sick, uh, that ship was unsinkable. Mm. They really got stuffed by the irony there, didn't they? Um, they also... Uh, the... What? What about the Titanic? What's the other interesting thing I was about to say? I don't know. It'll come back to me. That there were a lot of ships close by that could have saved them. Oh, no. Yeah. Or that. Well, that's an interesting <laughs> one. Apparently, there was a ship really close by, but there was 
There was the Titanic, there was a ship in between them and another ship, and the ship further away was commenting on stuff, and the Titanic crew told them to shut up, and so then they disconnected the Titanic and didn't respond to them when they needed help, and also the ship that was a lot closer to them, that would have seen their lights, or, or you know, they could see the lights of this other ship, and this other ship would have seen the t- Titanic's flares, chose not to respond and just kept going as well. So two ships purposely ignored them. Which is interesting. Mm. Cost them a lot. And then the Carpathia finally came and took the survivors. Several hours later. Uh, But at least it turned up. Um, Also, the Titanic, after the Titanic, it caused a huge rethink with boat safety and everything like that, and ship safety, and therefore there had to be enough life rafts for every single person on board. Compulsory. Yep. There were also conflicting reports from the survivors about whether or not the members of the string quartet actually played nearer my god to thee when the boat was going down i hope they did because it's such a beautiful song you'd, you'd kind of want them to have like they were they were definitely playing but whether or not it was nearer my god to thee is the one that has the question mark seems like a weird bit of trivia but mm. apparently it's been a sticking point since the movie came out 20 years ago Jesus this Christ. month horrifyingly long time ago but the titanic's been under the bottom uh, at the bottom of the water for a hundred and what 105 years 105 years jesus christ well apparently it's not going to be there for much longer it's going to disappear yeah there's some um, there's some sort of bacteria bacteria that had never been discovered until it was found on the ship that is eating away at it like termites hmm it's sad, but but it's it's fact. It's what happens. Well, it's better than all those cockamamie ideas of raising it from the bottom of the ocean. How would you? It's it's not. It's like a fossil. It's actually not liftable. It's buried I, into the dirt. I remember there was some program on television once where it like it, it covered a variety of things, but one of the topics on the program was. Some scientists had figured out a way to raise it up with ping pong balls. Yeah, but you'd just rip the floor out. You wouldn't, or like, you know, you'd rip, rip the deck up and bring the deck up. The, the actual ship itself is so wedged into the ground and the stern is just a mess. Why, why would you possible. bring it up? Wait, what purpose does it serve? They have done countless trips down there to bring artifacts up. Why would you actually just try to bring dead ship up? Mm. It wouldn't survive. It wouldn't survive up on the surface anyway. No, it it wouldn't survive. It'd rust and just collapse. It would be deeply saddening to actually see it brought up. It should just be left alone and allow it to slip away. That it makes a lot more sense to just let it go. It's just phenomenal that it's down there, though. I mean, no, but there's hundreds and thousands of shipwrecks all over the places. So, but anyway, it's just True. an interesting one. But it's so far down. It is so far down. It couldn't have dropped at a further point mm. in the Atlantic. Like, it's just so far down. It's amazing. They were so close to making it to the States as well. Yeah. The but next th- day, they would have, you know, started rocking up. They were, what, they were a hundred like miles yeah. off the coast or something? They weren't far. Again, that's why I like. I don't know why they stopped after they 
sure they struck it and it was like crippling but they should have just kept plowing get as close just keep going let it keep mm. filling up because you're gonna if it's gonna sink anyway just keep going oh keep- they thought if they stayed still that they'd be able to get someone to lock in on their position yeah but that didn't work very quickly ah well interesting topic I, I I went for a long time I was obsessed with the Titanic I had books and I was reading things in National Geographic articles and whatever I could get my hands on I was just yeah looking into the Titanic because it's such a fascinating tragic circumstantial event I couldn't agree more I've, I've done the same thing as you for years I still do it I, mm. I can't read up enough about it or i can't watch enough documentaries about it it's so fascinating mm, it really is it's it's just such a again I'm, I'm just very disappointed that they didn't that someone didn't keep the olympic it's all right if we're um if we're lucky clive palmer may just give us titanic too <laughs> but that's stupid i don't think he's doing it. i think he got went bankrupt i don't think he's able to do it yeah, he did. He, he went bankrupt. There's there's actually a hotel being built, for the life of me, I can't remember where. Someone's built a full-size replica of the ship and is turning it into a museum-slash-hotel experience where you can go on the ship, but, but it's on dry land. We're going to it. Okay. By God, we are going to that. Yeah, oh, I, I'm in. Where is that? I'm actually going to look it up. I'm very curious. Titanic. I really want to go to that thing. I, I just, I'm fascinated by it. Not so much about the fact that it was from, what, like, you know, what, what was it? 1912? Yeah. No, I'm not so much fascinated about the, the age of it. I'm fascinated by the ship and its architecture, the way it looked, the way it went, um, you know, how it sunk, that, the story of it. And also the 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 bits and pieces behind the company and how things were operated and the the environment in which it was built financially and also just you know etc. That that's what I'm into. I don't care so much about the fact that it was from 1912 and that it was um, had first, second, and third class, that stuff. I, I'm not interested in seeing what old life was like. I'm just interested in seeing what this ship was like. Because it's yeah. such a historic thing. All right, here we go. I found it. Titanic replica, Sichuan, China. Of course it's in China. That's, you know, that's probably, the, that's probably they're using Clive Palmer's ship. Because that's where it was being built. It was being built in China. The replica ship of the RMS Titanic in Sichuan, China will be a full-scale reconstruction of the original Olympic-class ocean liner. It has been commissioned by Seven Star Energy Investment and is being constructed by Wucheng Shipbuilding. Despite this, the vessel is being built around the location at which it will be docked and not at Wucheng Shipyard. The original Titanic sank in 1912 and is considered one of the most well-known ocean liners of all time. The rebuild project was first reported by media in October 2013 and formally launched in January 2014. The ship will be the same size as the original Titanic, hence 269 metres in length and 28 metres wide. The remake will not sail on any ocean, but will be permanently docked in a reservoir in Sichuan's rural Daying County. The replica vessel, which will be the centrepiece of the Romandizia Resort, and will house 
and will house hotel rooms is currently under construction by the River Key. The new Titanic is being assembled at the co- It lists the coordinates, of course it does. Completion date. Apparently, the end of 2017. I'm guessing it's been delayed. Oh, yep, early 2019. Oh, it's such a long delay. That's okay. That gives us time. Time to be able to claim, to be big enough to be able to claim that trick as a tax write-off. Yes, exactly. Yeah, that's the dream. Plenty of time. That's Plenty of time. Dream. Oh, yeah. Anyway, onto a much um, onto a much sooner topic. New Year's. Yes. How are you feeling? You excited? Um, Only a few days left in the year. Got oh. anything you want to accomplish in that time? No, not don't think so. I have no. a podcast now. Oh, <laughs> uh, it's satisfying, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, I mean, it, yeah, it is. It is satisfying. Um, have I done anything else I wanted to achieve in the year? I don't think so. Mm. Um, I went on a holiday, went back to Europe, I went back to Norway, I did, I did that, that was really cool. Um, glad I did that. I travelled with friends for the first time, that was really cool. Um, besides that though, not not been the most productive year, I guess, uh, but that's okay. Still enjoyed it. Uh, on to 2018 for more of the same probably, we'll see what else comes along with it. Um, how are you going to be ringing in the new year? I haven't decided yet. I think I'm supposed to be taking our dear friend to the uh, good, great spot under the Sydney Harbour Bridge, which is the greatest place to see or ring in the new year. However, I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen if it's just going to be the two of us or if there's going to be more of us or what. Ah, I see. So that's what it comes down to. But I think that's what my plan is. Well, it sounds quite good. Hmm. It's a perfect place to watch the watch the fireworks. It's impressive, that's for sure. I know exactly the spot you're talking about. I've been past it a couple of times. Mm. It's a very yep. sneaky spot. We will not disclose the location. We don't. Um, no, that is for me. We we don't want to overcrowd it, you know, with all three listeners. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, but. Well, actually, just quickly on that, <laughs> the listen the listen count has gone up and up and up. We've noticed of late, and we're really, really not. We're chuffed. Yeah, yeah, we are genuinely chuffed. Like it's it's really nice that people are listening to it. <laughs> I say that as if it's like thanks for listening to our podcast. No, like we we're doing this. <laughs> we are actually doing this for us. But if anyone wants to listen and actually enjoys listening, we're glad that you enjoy listening to it. So thank you for that. That we're very yes. very happy to see the numbers go up. That's really really satisfying to see that we're not doing something completely crap literally just for us Mm. and maybe my mum um (laughs) (laughs) continue what are you doing for new year's i will be spending new year's at home but you have a bridge view so shush I, i do have a bridge view that i have not yet utilized and Come April, we will have been here three years. Wow. So it will be very good to finally take advantage of said bridge view. Pics or it didn't happen, please. Oh, yeah. Or video. Don't, don't worry. They're, 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 they'll be coming your way. Thank you. But yeah, no, it'll, it'll be nice. It'll be a nice family affair. Mum's birthday is New Year's Eve, so it'd be lovely to lovely. celebrate. And have the family there, including the four-year-old Munchkin. 
Ah, Senior Munchkin. Senior Munchkin. Although Kicking around. the little mister will be fast asleep in his bed by that stage. Yes. Will he be awake for the nine o'clock fireworks on television? Or from your view? I will um, endeavour to keep him awake just long enough to appreciate them. Well, because that's what they exist for. They're the family fireworks. Exactly. I recall being around his age when I was... Yeah, the last time I went under the bridge to watch the lights would have been around four or five, somewhere around there. I remember very early on going to Mrs. Macquarie's chair um, with a great view of the city and the Harbour Bridge... But we only stayed for the the nine o'clock fireworks, and I when I, well I I think I'm recalling this correctly that I thought we stayed for the midnight ones, but it turns out we only stayed for the nine o'clock ones. And I'm and and then I remember when I first started recalling that that was the case, being annoyed, saying like, well, we had a great view of the Harbour Bridge. What was the point in being there if we weren't going to stay for the the midnight ones? I don't know. Maybe we did stay for the midnight ones, but I'm just remembering it wrong. But yeah, interesting uh, situation. But that would have been a great spot at Mrs. McCoy's chair. If you can get there early enough, it's phenomenal. However, a a little tip. If you want a really great spot, just hang around out the back of them. If you're not too worried about missing the 9 o'clock fireworks, as soon as the 9 o'clock fireworks are done, all the families start to pack up and go home because they've got the kids. And therefore, Mm. lots of spots open up and let you, adults, stay and watch the midnight fireworks. Very good. Yeah, It's it's like when you... uh, I, I don't know what the analogy I'm trying to think of. It's like having a bucket of water um, that... Ha- no, it's it's like the Titanic. If it's full of air, it has to be replaced with water. So that's what it's like. Yep. Yep. Great big vacuum. Mm-hmm. I think within the next few years, we need to try and go out on the water. Oh, the be fireworks. on a boat or be at Fort Denison or something. Excuse me if I make some noise. I'm just opening up my bag of chocolate coins. I'm going to start eating them. It, it, it'll be on a boat. And you, you know full well that there is the potential for us to do this. Yes, I do. Connections. Mm, sneaky, sneaky. So, we, we, we must set that up in the next couple of years. Uh, yeah, well, I, I think that is definitely a... Not, a, not so much a priority, but definitely a very, 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 very must-happen thing. Indeed. But that's almost a priority, but you know. So, we still haven't gotten around to uh, coming up with this, but we've got a couple of days left to scramble together our top ten movies for the year. Oh, God, where are we going to do that? Well, that's the fun part, because Tomorrow we're not night? actually... Well, Thursday night? Well, we can, but it'll only be the top 10 that we've seen because we won't have seen everything that comes out yet. But we, well, we can't do much about that. Well, what about Saturday? We can go watch some movies on Saturday. I'm working. What shift are you working? I know. Uh, I don't remember. Oh, for God's sake. I've got, I've got, I've got it in front of me. Hang on. I will look. For those of you that are interested... Actually, no, you're not interested. Don't visit me at my place of work. Don't, don't mention the place of work. Um, we can't do that, Ross. It's too close. Them's the rules. Uh, yeah, I'm on a late shift, <sighs> unfortunately. Uh, New Year's Eve. Oh, of course. Darn. <laughs> That's okay. You know what? It, it's perfectly all right because 
there was one movie that I was desperately looking forward to seeing this year that I yep. was certain would be headlining my top 10 list for the year. Mm-hmm. However, its Australian release is not until the middle of January. What's that? Guillermo del Toro's new film, The Shape of Water. Passage. I have been stupidly excited for that film. For it could be the film of 2018, then. It could well be, except that I'm sure there'll be other films that come Jurassic out World. that will take the cake. But that's okay. That's okay. And you know what? The films that we see after the new year may not fall into the top ten, and that's, that's perfectly fine. Mm. We Tomorrow night, we will be watching a lovely double feature of The Greatest Showman, and Jumanji. You know, I'm really not... I, I, it, oh, I say this really natively. I'm actually not very excited for The Greatest Showman. Or Jumanji. That's okay. Either of them. Because I think that The Greatest Showman, to me, feels like... Again, sappy. Um, or just not up my alley. And Jumanji, I'm really... Scared. Scared of. that I'm not going to like it at all and feel like yeah. it's going to be a piss take. Not a piss take, but like pissing on. Yeah, I I get that. I've, I've read a few reviews of both films mm-hmm. because I, I couldn't help myself. And I, I don't know. I feel like they should put my mind at ease and yet I don't think I'm going to feel comfortable until I've seen both films, especially in the case of Jumanji. Yeah. That's just something that's ingrained into into my childhood I was three sure. when that came out and it just I was two yeah like, you know it's always been there it's always been a part of our lives I remember watching the cartoon series on Cheese TV I was never awake for Cheese TV or yeah I sleep in these chocolate coins are delicious are they now oh they're so good it's the best chocolate It tastes like advent calendar. Chocolate. I'm just staying quiet so we can all hear you chew. Well, I've got a big pot of <laughs> M&M's over by next to me, so I can do that. Mmm. Delicious. A big, a big pot of M&M's? Yeah. My sister managed to somehow squeak that into our uh, Kris Kringle budget that we have for the family. Oh, very very mm. sneaky. Mm. And I got my phone case for my iPhone 10. I have a phone case for it, ladies and gentlemen. And it you is. It, it now is, he'll drop the phone. No, 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 no. But this this phone case is for the first time wrapping around the front of the screen a little bit. Oh, just, well, you know, it's it's one case. of no, no. It's one of the ones that no. I don't mean one of the flip ones. I just mean that it's it sits up about a mil or two past the the screen level, so it's not quite flush with the screen. Which I've not had before. Normally, it's either been one of the, the cases that flips right the way around, which in the case of my iPhone 4S didn't help because when I dropped it, the flip flipped off the front and then it hit the screen and broke. Um, in the case of my 6, the phone case didn't wrap around and protect the screen, so it hit the corner of the screen and it cracked it. But this one actually sits yeah, a mil or two over the screen, so therefore it's not able to hit the screen if it was to fall on the floor. Like, I can't lay it flat, screen down onto the... The, a desk it, it sits on the case and it's a lovely lovely product red case I absolutely love the idea of product red it's all about uh, AIDS research or whatever but it's also just a great brand with some cool looks like Converse is in product red and 
Coca-Cola product red items, iPhones in product red, I, uh, Apple, what's it called? iPod Touches in product red. And now I've got my product red phone case. Very nice. Hmm. So I'm very, very chuffed with that. I've got my Vans as well. Oh God, it's been a great Christmas actually. It's been pretty good. Hmm. It's been pretty good. I still haven't put any WD-40 on this chair though. So that's, that's outstanding. Maybe you'll get a tin for your birthday. Well, I've got Black Panther for my birthday. Yes. Yes, indeed. 15th of February, it's there. Boom. Boom. Shakalakalaka. Is it... Is that the date that it comes out? Yeah, it comes out on my birthday. Wow. As does the season launch of one of my favourite motorsport categories as well. In Sydney as well. So it's a great birthday this year. Uh, 2018, sorry. I should try and take your birthday off work. Oh, gentlemen, I have it off. It's on a Thursday and everything. Like, it's perfect. perfect. Yeah, it works out well for you. Yeah, it's phenomenal. Mm. Oh, well, normally when things look like they're going to be really good, it probably turns out to be one of the worst birthdays I've ever had. Just how it works. <laughs> you never know. Oh, yeah, never know. <laughs> uh, well, that's all right, though. It's, eh, it's an exciting prospect. An exciting yep. year ahead, actually. It, it is quite. There's lots of different things going on. Mm. For those of you that are tuning into the show for the first time or haven't heard us talk about it frequently, in addition to our little podcast, we also do film reviews. We have a YouTube channel called The 35th Mill. And even though it doesn't get constant love and attention from us, there will be not only some new reviews for the new year but we will begin bringing you a little bit of original content oh that's put the pressure on now we actually have to do it we were always going to yeah but now the pressure's on that we have to do it now the pressure is on <laughs> yep I yep. just kicked my foot ouch no sorry I kicked my foot against something maybe we'll do a series about that oh yeah that'll go far um yeah maybe yeah. The Can fact you... is, we don't know what you want to see. And as wonderful as it is that we keep seeing the, the little numbers going up on, on the listens on this show, we really need you guys to reach out and contact us. We need yeah, to hear about... what, what you want to hear, what you want to see. How about you guys do what um, you've been so good at doing so far and like comment on the Facebook page? <laughs> Because that place is literally bursting at the sides with comments from oh, literally yeah. no one. Yep. <laughs> Jesus Christ, no one really cares about the page. I know, we try so hard. <laughs> I want to know where the listens come from. I don't know, people that are just going through going, what the hell is that? It must be through SoundCloud or, or something. May, maybe they're finding us on the iTunes directory. Maybe. Maybe they're doing what I sometimes do, and you just, like, flick through the thing and let it, like, rotate really, really fast, and then it just lands on something, and you go, yep, that one will be do for today. That one with the quirky logo. Mm. The face of the man. Who is the man? That's not for you to know. Pretty much. Yep. <laughs> Ah, now, I think it's almost time. I just looked down and saw this list in front of me. Oh, yes. I, I believe it is. We've um, we've been building up to this one for weeks. Mm. Weeks and weeks and weeks. We've talked about how excited we are 
to deliver it to you on this very special episode, our yes. final episode for the year. 16, 16 episodes, that's three, four months, how many months is that, three months? Four months. Four months. Oh, no shit, of course it is. Oh, God. <laughs> Why would I say... Oh, Jesus. We are very excited, ladies and gentlemen, to bring you Sick Kent of the Year. Yeah. 2017. Uh, how about Ghost Mutt? No, okay, here we go. So, these are the nominees. These are the nominees uh, for the year. Next year, I'm not doing this because I'm not going to read through 52 people that have been nominated throughout the year. Okay. No, ne- next year, hopefully, we'll actually have some interaction on our Facebook page and we can set up a poll and you guys can pick out a short list yes. to vote from. And then we do any mini miny mo between us to decide who gets it. All right. So, well, that's, that's the most logical way of doing things. It actually works quite well for me in life. It is. Um, there's a science behind it. You have the psychological preferred option. You might not know it consciously, but subconsciously you do. So therefore you do any money, any money, money, mo. And then if it lands on one, you either go, yep, that's the one or nope, that's not the one. And there you go. Done. Read the list, please. Okay, sure. (laughs) So, uh, from the first week we had hurricane guy and Jim Carrey. So that was, uh, when... The hurricane guy outsmarted the Fox News people who were just looking for a soundbite from an idiot, but really he just outsmarted them and uh, completely undid their uh, psych up and uh, excitement factor. It was terrific. And Jim Carrey also went on that little troll run and uh, concerned the reporters. Uh, the following week yep. we had Donald Glover. Donald Glover got it, uh, and that was for winning the Academy Award. No, no. What award was it? Golden Globe? Uh, Emmy? Might have been an Emmy. It was was for directing. That was the week that Donald Glover got the award for directing something. And became the first African-American director to win that award. Whichever that award was. Um, Then we had, the following week, Guy Behind the Arse and Dale Earnhardt Jr. For those playing along at home, that was Dale Earnhardt Jr. and the Guy Behind the Arse. Arse was the um, Australian... What did it stand for? Australian, you know, space agency. They decided to call it Arse. Resource and space... Expedition? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, something something to do with space. Um... And whoever came up with it did such a great job at making it look incredibly professional and believable. Uh, It was just such a great campaign. Loved it. Um, And Dale Earnhardt Jr. for... What did he do? He uh, supported the athletes who were taking a knee during the National Anthem and being uh, such an idol of so many rednecks um, in America. The fact that he did that was brilliant because they all hated him and turned on him and he was just like, I don't give a shit. Uh... The following week was um, Dear Friend Emmanuel. Uh, he just for rocking up. Um, <laughs> then it was a slow week, clearly. Um, oh, yeah. Following week was the student and teacher who were involved in the sex scandal. Student and teacher. Um, student's name not revealed. Teacher's one was. Couldn't be bothered going and finding it. It took so long to listen to these bloody things. You know how difficult it is to listen through these podcasts? Jesus Christ. I don't know how anyone can do it. I mean... It's great fun, guys. Listen to it. Yeah, um, keep listening. 
Then, <laughs> then there was Lisa Wilkinson the following week, uh, and that was for taking her stand and refusing to not have equal pay to her co-host, um, which is, does such a superb job, so she left and joined another network where she was paid her due amount. <clears throat> uh, a great role, role model for women she was in doing that. Uh, then it was Kevin Rudd, ex-Prime Minister, for absolutely knocking Australia's shithouse N- internet system national broadband network or NBN. Today I got one of the worst results I've ever had on the NBN, which was... I'll tell you right now. It was a whopping 2.99 megabits per second. Wow. Yeah, absolutely on fire internet. So that's our the state of our network, and Kevin Rudd completely slammed it for being crap and a waste of time and rubbish and so corrupt. The following week was Will Poulter for his uh, fantastic uh, Halloween dress-up costume for a good cause. As Sid. Yeah, he dressed up as Sid. Um, great anti-bullying campaign thrown in there as well. We had Sean Astin. Sean Astin um, came out in defense of somebody with a sexual harassment claim in Corey Feldman. Corey Feldman. Um, And also because he deserved it because uh, a friend of his was very angry at him after befriending another person who tried to um, kill them both many times and then... The other friend forgave that friend, that that new friend, and then when the new friend made it look like Sean Aston had eaten some bread, then Sean Aston got kicked out and told to go away. And that was really unfair. Much like you will be if you bring up that story again on the show. <laughs> I, love, I love that he said for bringing it up again. Because <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> that's the second time I've done that. I like how you just sit through it. Okay. <laughs> the Continue. Next, the, the next week was 61.6% of Australia uh, for voting yes for same-sex marriage or marriage equality. Um, so 61.6% of us got that one. The rest of us can hashtag GFY. Um, then we had a special guest on the show and they got it. doesn't matter who they were. Following week was Elon Musk. Elon Musk got it for the battery in South Australia and being an all-around legend with SpaceX and Tesla. Um, and his efforts for renewable energy. Uh, we had my good friends Suzanne and Tabor from the USA uh, for sending me some awesome things from the US. Uh, what, what episode are you up to? Well, we're up to... This is 16, 15, 14, 13. That was episode 13. Did you name uh, episode 11 in there? I skipped... Yes, I did. I said we... After the 61.6... of Australians, I said that we had a special guest on the show called James and they got it. Then I moved on to Elon Musk. Okay. That was a very quick skip over. Well, because it doesn't count. It's not going to get anything. Um... <laughs> <laughs> Um, so my good friends, Suzanne and Tabor, uh, did a great job sending me me some stuff. It was very humbling. Um, yeah, it's amazing where you can find friends in this world. Uh, then we had Carrie Fisher, dearest Carrie Fisher. That was just after we'd seen Star Wars, um, 
yeah, very tragic loss earlier this year. Was it around Christmas? Was it just at the end of last year? It was a year ago. It was just before New Year's last year. Yeah. Yeah. So it was part of that tragic 2016, which just felt like sweeping the floor of so many loved ones uh, from the Hollywood industry. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, then last year, uh, last week was Santa Claus. So they were all the sick hints of the weeks. Who gets it? And no, it's not going to be James. Who gets it? Oh, uh, I think James. <laughs> I think it should be 61.6% of Australia. I think that's such a big thing. But sure, if you want to be the one that says, no, it's going to be James. It's going to be James the arsehole that called me Charger that did a... <laughs> You know, wasted it. Stop laughing. They did a crap job and just talked about stuff and didn't have as many good questions as he said he did and just was a bit average. You know. I hope that the, I hope that episode 21 when he said he would be on again, I hope that doesn't line up with my birthday. I will be furious if it's the same one as that. That would be amazing. It's not good. Oh, wait. It might. Because it's yeah, in about... I'm checking. I'm checking. What, what's tonight? 16? Yeah. So that- 16. Five? No, it's the week before. 18, 19, I think it's the week 20, before my birthday. 20. Hang on, hang on. Hang on. <laughs> today is today is the 16, 17, 18, 19, 20. I'll get you one better. What? Episode 21 is recorded on my birthday. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good. Thank God for that. You, you have a two-week reprieve. Oh, good. <laughs> I don't think I could have dealt with that. I think I'd have just and and I think all this talk of our dear friend is going to guarantee us a few comments on the Facebook page from him. Hi James. Hi James. How are you going? Yeah. Well, you called me Jaja. What do you expect? You called me Jaja. <laughs> you can't say that it's undeserved comments. You called me that. I wonder what he'll call you in the next episode. Oh, I don't care. I wonder if he'll have a microphone turned on for the next episode. Um, so, <laughs> I, I think... Oh, look, I, I think you make a very fair point. Um, this year has been a year of extraordinary things and immense change, and nothing personifies that better than 60... Was it? 60, 61.6% of Australia. 61.6% of a vote. And... Yeah, I... There's a little niggling in my brain going, that's too political to pick, but you know what? But it's not. It's, 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 it really isn't. A time, of the, a time gave everyone, you know, person of the year a couple of years ago. Why can't we give 61? We're not giving it to everyone. We're giving, to, giving it to 61.6%. We're telling everyone else to go fuck yourselves. Oh, I said it. Damn it. I was meant to say GFY. <laughs> Damn it. It's okay. No, you know what? long overdue because people should be able to have the choice mm-hmm. everyone is entitled to have the choice and I what was it I, I heard a hilarious story where married couples were, were going no 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 they, they sh- they're 100% they should be allowed they should be made to share in the misery with us <laughs> yep there's that side of it too um Look, there's another reason why I think 61.6% of Australians deserve Sick Kent of the Year. And that is for being a more significant thing than James. 
like literally, literally, if I if I look at my list and I just have I have everyone written down and then just James and the reason being because he was a guest, like oh come on, like I need something on that list to be better. And thankfully, sixty one point six percent of Australians is marginally better. So therefore, that's just another reason why I think they deserve it because they are marginally better than just having a guest on this show. Hey, we had a guest on the show. <laughs> it's been a big year. But, I mean, they're called guests in a very loose term. <laughs> oh, More like yeah. a presence. Well, <laughs> either way, I think we're sorted. Mm-hmm. 61.6% of Australia, you are sick Kent of the year. Sick Kent of the year. That was the worst thing ever. I'll never do that again, I promise you. Um, it was the last time this year that I can do that. <laughs> but there's always next week. <laughs> See you next year. <laughs> Get it? Because it's uh, been New Year. Yeah. Yep. There's that. There is that. Anyway, I think we're um, we're reaching the end of our show. Mm. Reaching the end of our hour because we have a self-imposed limit of cutting it in under an hour. Correct. Well, yeah, we try there- to. We don't always do ep- that. There are two yeah. episodes that breach the one hour, and they are not our favorite episodes. Well, because they go on and 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 on about irrelevant things that I don't even understand, and they may make me look stupider than I actually am. We don't listen to our old episodes very much. We barely remember last week. It's <laughs> <laughs> true, we don't. <laughs> Funny. Oh, God. Anyway. It's been a wonderful 16 weeks. It's been a wonderful 2017. And for those of you that have been on this little journey with us and have listened to the show with us, we thank you. And we hope to hear from you very soon about what you want to hear from us in the new year, whether it is on on this show or what you want to see from our YouTube channel. Either way, hit us up on the Facebook page at Kent and the Steering Team. Or, for the film-related stuff, we are on Facebook at The 35th Mill. Any final words for the year from you? Any final thoughts? Um, what a great roller coaster this has been. Um, yeah, also, got to repeat the sentiments. Thank you very much for listening, everyone. Um, we hope you continue to listen. hope more of you listen. hope you get your friends involved. Hopefully, we can bring you something bigger and better next year in Season 2 of Kent and the Steering Team. Um... Yep, it's all for pushing on to see who will be next year's sick Kent of the year. Um, Maybe it'll be James. If it is James, I leave. Okay. <laughs> no, I, no, no, I'm kidding. But seriously, he never. No, but uh, yep, that's what I've got to say. I guess I've got to see you next year, eh? Yep, that sounds lovely. Mm. Anyway... From both of us, we wish you a very happy new year. Stay safe. Party hard. Uh, Sounds like a bit of a contradiction there. But anyway, (laughs) have a wonderful, wonderful new year's. And we will be talking your ear off again next week. Until then, for the last time this year, Phil, how do we end this show? Yep. (laughs) 